Sick of being upsold at gyms? My guy, you're currently a base member. For $90 more, I can upgrade you to our Shred membership. For $130 more, you'll be a swole member. And for just $300 more, you'll reach Sweat Platinum. At Planet Fitness, you'll get energy without the upsell. Never pushy, always free fitness training and equipment for every workout. It's fitness that fits your budget. Join Planet Fitness for just $1 down and $10 a month. Cancel anytime. Deal ends Friday, May 10th. See Home Club for details. The Therapy is a Christian podcast is all things mental health and Christ. We specifically talk about how mental health and God are merged together to foster growth, healing, and making mental health a normal conversation. I'm your host, Roz and Renee, and welcome to the show. Hello and welcome. You are listening to the Therapy as a Christian podcast. I am your host, Roz and Renee, and welcome to another episode of the show. Hi, everyone. I am super excited to be back in front of the microphone with you this week. It is my birthday, sis. My whole birthday. Sis is getting old. Sis is in her, I'm not in my Jesus year yet, but I'm getting close to my time where ministry starts for real, for real. Um, Because in 30, when Jesus started his ministry, you know what I'm saying? Like, um, did he start his ministry at 33 or 30? See, I should know these things. Why do I not know these things? Anyway, hey, y'all. I miss you. Um, I know I didn't uh, record episode last week to post. Um, I don't really have a reason. I think I really just got really busy and things happen. But I am so excited to be back in front of the microphone with you this week. So it's my birthday. And I'm so excited that this episode is going to be released on my birthday because I'm going to release it right after I record. So happy birthday to myself. Glory to God. Your girl is 29. I'm super, I feel super old. In the eyes of my teenagers, they were like, oh, Miss P, you old. But whatever. Um, So happy birthday to myself. Um, Before we get started with this episode, um, we're going to do some little quick housekeeping that I always do all the time. So... uh, If you're interested in purchasing a copy of the Therapy Reflection Journal, please look at the link below. Um, I will have that for you. I am so excited that I was able to do my webinar. It was so good, like so good. That was such a fun thing to do. So if you joined the webinar, um, I am so happy that you had an opportunity to do so. And um, it was such a good time with the ladies that watched the webinar that were able to uh, assist in finding a therapist. It was just so much fun. So if you're interested in purchasing a therapy reflection journal to start your therapy process and also just have something as a tool, make sure you go to the link below and purchase it off Amazon. Second thing, rate and comment the po- on the podcast. I have been getting some new reviews and it makes me super excited. So if you are a listener, you love the podcast, please go rate and comment on how the podcast has helped you and how you love it. And we'll, we'll give all glory back to the king that's on the throne in heaven because he is the real OG for all of this. Also subscribe and share the podcast. Thank you to those who are new listeners. I'm so excited that you're here with the family of us. And as always, you know, I live by the train. So welcome to my house. And so we are going to continue with this momentum of my listener shout out. And I not, I didn't get a chance to talk to the girl that sent me um, this message We did kind of message over the last, I think when she sent me the, when she actually DM'd me on Instagram, I didn't get the whole message she just sent that I'm going to read, but I got the last message and I was like, oh my God, that is so sweet. Thank you. And I was able to go back to her message and I saw the full message that she sent. So I'm going to read that to you all and shout her out. I wasn't able to tell her. I was going to put this on the podcast, but I'm going to read it. So she wrote me and said, good afternoon, Rosalind. 
I'm praying all is well with you. I wanted to reach out about your podcast episode, Overwhelm. Sis, I never reach out. I always listen to podcasts and just receive what's being said. God put a heavy weight on my heart to tell you how much this episode blessed me. It allowed me to see exactly what God is currently doing in my life. We we relate in so many ways. You kept saying, sis, you're overwhelmed. And I felt God say, that's it. I am an encourager and have multiple ministries. I often feel like because I am always encouraging and helping others, there's no time for me or time to heal. I can't struggle or ask God for help. God has brought me into a space where I have no option to heal now. Side note, praise God. This is Rosalind saying this. Praise God, sis. Okay, back to her. I was told in my quiet time, I can't move forward and I will. I will continue to not feel sane if I don't go through this. Mm. She said, I resorted to, I too resorted to sex to get back to get back at God or felt like he wasn't blessing me anyway. So why be faithful? She went on to say, I am learning what it means to be a woman who desires him, desires to be after his own heart and learning to still help and encourage, but also tend to me, give God room to move in my life, not just blessings and promises, but actually doing the deep work, the work I've always wanted, wanted to avoid. I appreciate you more than you know for being a vessel. There's so much more I can say, but I'm overwhelmed in the most beautiful way by your obedience in this episode. Listen so many times and still processing. You are an amazing woman of God. I heard you you are heard, loved, and valued in every way. I pray this Saturday is joyful for you. So she sent this to me last Saturday, and I'm going to write her back because I did not see this until I went to go record this episode. So sis, you know who you are because you wrote me this, and I am so thankful that you did. Um, Shout out to you, girl. So many blessings upon your life. I'm speaking as your sis in Christ. And believe me, when you heal... The overwhelm of abundance that will come. Do not worry about the healing process because just as much as you're helping people now, even sometimes in a broken state, you have no idea how much more you can help people in a healed space and how much more God will pour out of you when you fully, when he allows you to fully heal. So I'm just going to speak that over you. And I just am so excited and happy for you. And thank you for writing me. Um, And I'm going to write you back because I didn't realize you wrote me this whole message until I read it. So love you lots. Thank you for being a listener. And I hope this uh, podcast continues to bless you. So we're going to get into the show. So happy birthday to me because, sis, it's my birthday. And I'm excited to share all of these things with you all today. So it's an interesting birthday and I can't even begin to explain what it's been like today because it's not fully over. It's like seven o'clock in the evening, but this has been a different kind of birthday. First of all, the weeks leading up to my birthday, I was so overwhelmed. (laughs) Like y'all talk about overwhelm. I was overwhelmed. Um, partially probably why I recorded the the episode Overwhelm last week. So I just was overwhelmed with everything around me. And I felt like I didn't make my birthday be hype or special. I've never kind of been a person that's really been about birthdays. I don't know. I didn't grow up with like, oh, my God, it's your birthday kind of thing where we did huge things. And we did like extravagant things for birthdays so it was weird to me to like as I've gotten older to just like do big things for my birthday because I'm just like why it's just another day kind of thing and so over the past like couple of years um I've kind of started celebrating my birthday one year I think when me and my husband were dating he um, surprised me with a bunch of my friends at this restaurant um, for my birthday and that was really surprising so I've never but I've never have felt deserving of the love that I felt or never felt deserving on my birthday of the love that was shown to me I always felt like I don't feel like this is genuine I feel like people maybe are lying to me <laughs> When people say happy birthday, like, oh, my God, I love you. And they're showering with you with love. And you're so amazing and special. I'm like, y'all are lying. Like, is that bad to say? Like, I'm serious when I say, like, I don't, I never felt 
loved. Like, it's so strange to describe, and I hope I'm making sense, but it's weird when you're the person that's always giving love to people, that when people shower it back to you, it almost seems fake. And, like, I'm never, I'm not saying that the people that are showing me love or the people that are showering me with love or that they're saying they're fake. It's just my receiving and reception of it. I noticed especially today, that I had in the past never really was receptive to love uh, from people on my birthday. So this birthday was extremely different, and I'm going to talk about that in a minute after I go through the reflection. Um, but leading up to my birthday, I was super overwhelmed. Work has been crazy, y'all, but I always talk about work, so we ain't talking about work today because it's my birthday and I'm not talking about work. But um, it just was a lot, a lot of stuff. And my mind wasn't focused on me and so I think that I noticed that more and um so the other day which was today is Wednesday so this had to be yesterday this was yesterday morning I couldn't sleep um I woke up at like four in the morning and I'm normally a person that wakes up around five-ish But I set my alarm Monday evening to wake up at four and partially because it's just been a little it's been a rough couple weeks at my job. And I really just felt like I needed to be on my face this morning before the Lord, to be quite honest with you. But I wanted to do a reflection. I talked to a friend on Sunday, um, Carlissa, she knows she knows who she is. And we were talking about my birthday and she said, you need to reflect. You need to reflect on your year of 28 going into 29 and what you want. And I was like, you know what, sis? That's what I'm going to do because I haven't done that. And to say, like, I'm going into my 29th year, the year before I turn 30, and I'm not actually making it a point to be a be present going into your 29 like that would be me robbing myself of the opportunity to remember my 20s so when I get to about to be 30 I can remember and recollate what has occurred in my 29 years of living going into this new decade of 30 and so when I was sitting with God I was really kind of frustrated (laughs) because I was like praying to him about work and I was just so anxious about my job and just um the overwhelm that I had been feeling that I really did take a minute to like calm myself down and like sit before him and talk about it. So I'm going to read off some of the things that I reflected um, in regarding my year of 28 going into 29. Um, Let's see. I'm going to, I'm trying to see if I'm going to read. Yes. Oh, Okay. Ooh, this is a little bit personal sounds. So, okay. So I said, and I'll just read it out loud. Good morning, Lord. August 20th, 2019. I decided to wake up a little bit earlier than usual this morning because I want to get my full time in with you this morning. It's always been a blessing to spend time with you. And I know I can and will do anything. I can and will do anything to be with you. This morning, the day before my birthday, I am super reflective on the past couple of months. Going into the year of 29, I want to be fully centered in myself. I know over the last three months, there have been this rush of time where I didn't really get a point to be intentional about intentional but this year my final year of my 20s I want to be I want to really make it about living and I'm gonna pause right there y'all I have realized too recently that I have not been about living I've really only been about work and accomplishing success and focused so much of my early 20s like so much of my early 20s self-sabotaging and it like if you're early 20 please just live your life sis live and so um I want to go into this next decade of my life tacking on 29 to it living and not just 
being so focused on work and trying to get to this successful place that really just doesn't exist in your it's just a figment of your imagination success is what you make it and I think that the idea of success has kind of robbed me of some time and um so I'm going into my year 29 living okay getting back to what I wrote I spent so much time of my 20s figuring it out and to be at this space now at the end I find myself not at a point of I find myself I find myself not at a point of celebration okay pause right there so I realized I hadn't really been celebrating myself okay getting back to what I wrote I want year of 29 to be about celebration I've accomplished so many things Lord so much in a time that I never thought I could and I want this last year of 29 to be about celebrating that It's so important for me to have something to be intentional about celebrating something, something to be intentional about celebrating. Life has been about work. This year is about so this year is about celebrating myself. Additionally, I want to make it a point where I can eventually work for myself. Praise God. I want to be okay with um, dreaming and being excited about what is built I'm asking that you give me the hope I need to trust you in this year 29 and be open to all the blessings you desire to bring my way. So before I get into what I wrote, because I think I wrote like five or six points of what I learned in the year of 28, just 28 by itself. But what I realized is that I have only been focused on getting to this quote unquote place that I have not valued the process. And so this year for me is about, um, I think every birthday should be a, a reset, not like the new year is a reset, like 2019 or 2020, but your birthday, I feel like should always be a reset for you. And it is for me, I'm realizing that, hoping to take that tradition into my life for the rest of my life. Um, cause August is always a month of new beginnings. Like that's what the number eight means is new beginnings. And so, um, for me, I just have spent so much of my twenties beating myself up, beating up who I was, be not being confident, um, not feeling like I was good enough not feeling like I was valued, not feeling like what I wanted was what God wanted. And I sat in that place for a long time. And I'm not to, and I'm definitely not saying like if you're in that space to to hate feeling in that space because I think process is important. And I think you don't really get to a point to where you realize wisdom until you go through something. And so for me being in a space where I was like that, it's easier for me to say now, like don't be in that space because I've experienced what it feels like. And so this is what I have learned for year 28. So from August 21st, 2018 to August 21st, 2019, this is what I learned. Where I was last year, I don't have my journal in front of me, But where I was last year, I was right smack dab in the middle of therapy. During that time, my mother was in between her treatments for cancer. I was also beginning beginning the year of my job. And I was, I remember stressed out because my coworker had just quit. So it was me and another girl and we were going into the year with two of us and she left and went to another another school. And so it was just me. So I was like really stressed out, sis. And then um, first year of marriage for me and my husband, I think even during that time, we were in a place where we were like figuring out finances, which was if you're married, finances is a whole thing within itself. So that was, um, I think, a little rough patch for us. Also, too, I think I was in just a lonely space. It was just like a space I feel like God was preparing me for what he had for me. And so it was really confusing for me at the time last year. So coming into what I did then 
to where I'm at now, so different. So I realized in year 28, for number one, that process is necessary. I have, and this is what I wrote, and then I'm going to talk about it. So I have one, two, three, four, five. Oh my God. Yes. I, I think I'm going to share that number. <laughs> I may share that number. I don't know, but I think I may share that number. I don't think Bay would be upset. I don't know. We'll talk about it. Um, for number one, so this is what I said. I always process is necessary. I always looked at challenges as being a bad thing. I mistaked frustrating situations as me doing something wrong. I've learned that frustrations are God's way of pushing us deeper in prayer and into the word of God. It is his way for us to gain momentum in our time of need. Girl, I'm finna like tear up and I don't want to tear up. So process is necessary. And I don't want to get too spiritual about this, but I was so frustrated for a long time. And I think sometimes you get tired of being sick and tired. You get tired of being tired and you get tired of trying to figure it out and so um I think um hold on one second y'all I think I realized that process was necessary for me um because in order for me to be able to get to a point where I could process what I was dealing with I could only deal with that by going through a process if that makes sense. And so process was necessary for the purpose of me getting to a point to where I recognized that I had to find God. Um, And when I said that I learned, I mistaked frustrations as me doing something wrong. I always thought that the frustrations in my life were always a point of me... Being the bad one or that if things are frustrating in my life that I was horrible in God's eyes or a process was happening and frustrations were happening that I was in because it was uncomfortable that I needed to run away from it or I needed to fix it or I needed to be perfect and if I wasn't perfect that perfectionism was where I needed to be at and because I wasn't perfect that I wasn't a good Christian or I wasn't a good daughter I wasn't a good friend or I wasn't a good this or I wasn't good that and it was just like oh my god please just stop And so now when I get frustrated, I look at it as a joyous thing. It's really strange. It's like the scripture that talks about in James where it says, count all joy when you go through various trials, knowing that the testing of your testing of your faith produces patience. I have recognized that when frustration is happening, I get it's so strange. Now, not to say like I'm in the middle of it, like, oh, God. Going through process because that's definitely not what it is, and half the time probably going off under my breath. Um, but most of the time, I'm I'm looking at this like God, there has to be a light at the end of this because you haven't left me nor forsaken me, and I know that because you are good father, you wouldn't allow bad things to happen to me for the purpose of me giving up. Like you're not a God that gives up, and you're definitely not a God that wants me to fold because. You do, you ain't make your children the boat, okay? So I realized that it's God's way of pushing me closer to Him and pushing me to pray. And that's not always the first initial response, but most of the time when I'm gotten to that point where I'm so frustrated, I have no choice. I realized that God was like, "I've been wanting you to do this. This is what I want you to do. This should be your first response." And and back to quote what I said, it is his way for us to gain momentum in our time of need. Momentum comes when you get your second wind. And sometimes your second wind doesn't come until you get to that point to where you have learned in the process that I got to fight. 
And so, baby girl, listen, baby girl, listen, sis, when I'm in a process and I am frustrated, I'm like, oh, no, no enemy. You're not about to have it. No, ma'am. I fight. I fight in prayer. I have learned in the last week that now I need to really fight with people that love me. I need to fight with people that care about me and let them pray with me because I'm not always the person that wants other people to help. But I've realized that I need to have people to help me because if I don't, I'll think I got it all myself. And God reminded me very quickly last week that I have placed in people in your life to help you. And so um, it is his way. The, the process and the challenge and the frustration isn't because I've done something wrong. Sometimes it could be. Sometimes it could be I need to change something about me or I need to come before the father again. But most of the time it's to push me to the word so he can refine my heart, push me to him so that I can become a stronger fighter spiritually. Because y'all, when I say I fight in the spirit, I'm going to fight like the devil is going to hear me say like you have no legal rights to my life. You have no legal rights to my mind. You have no legal rights to my life in the sense that God has called me. And because he's promised me who I am and has told me that what he does is not to prosper me, but to give me hope in the future, to prosper me and not to harm me, but to give me hope in the future. Like you have no legal rights to my life. So gone about your business. And so I just tell God, decree and declare, process is necessary. You need process in order to become better. Um, and so that's what I learned in year 28. Second thing I learned in year 28 is people are not meant to be in your life forever. And you can't help everyone. Who, baby girl. So this is what I, this is what I wrote. Um, yeah, I lost a lot of friendships this year, in my year of twenty eight. Um, I was broken in my heart by the friendships that I lost. That I didn't want to let go of what I did, and because I was so broken by that. I ignored the signs that God was showing me was showing me about people and I also felt so much pride in my heart. I learned it's not my responsibility to help or oh no, I said I also learned that it's not my responsibility to help to the extent of not having peace and that I'm okay with letting go for now. Um There were so many transitions in friendships this year that I learned that it was just rough. It was just rough. Um, friendships with people, relationships with family. Um, I've gotten to a point now where, to be quite frank and quite honest, um, I don't really have communication with my father. Um I have learned to, and also with friendships, I just don't have, I let go of people and people let go of me this year in my year of 28. And I've learned to be okay with that. The result of those situations doesn't mean that it hurt, that it doesn't hurt. It hurts immensely, immensely to break a friendship off and or a family relationship off or even come into your mind that it may not be right now. You may not have a relationship right now. Um, that it's okay. Like the acceptance of it doesn't feel good and it quite frankly hurts. It just, I mean, months, just months of just like, going back and forth in my mind like what did I do wrong what did I say like could I have done more more and more in my mind but it was just robbing me of peace 
And I think um, learning the balance of when to let people go versus building better boundaries with friendships is something that I have learned that is tough. It's still something I'm learning, like boundaries within friendships to where also I can still be open with new people that come into my life and current friendships that I don't even close off even more. It's a balance. It's hard as a mug, sis. Um, But the amount of pain that I just felt in letting go so many relationships, um, it was very hard to navigate through. And there were many days I was just like, God, should I just be friends with people again? Like, is it going to always feel like this hurts? And I just think that learning to separate yourself is not really about you. But when Jesus talked about, and I don't remember the scripture and I really need to look it up and I'm going to look it up. When he talked to the disciples about, um, go dust the dust off your feet. I think it was the scripture when he, I'm going to look. Yes. Okay. It was Matthew 10. Um, hmm. Matthew 10, and I'm going to look it up in my Bible actually, but Jesus was basically telling the disciples to go preach the gospel to the people. And he said to them, like, go into, um, go into whatever town, don't take anything with you and go into the towns and like whoever accepts you stay in their home. If they don't accept you, don't stay in their home. But he said something very monumental that I just want to name. And it said, um, and when he called, this is Matthew 10. And when he called the disciples called and when he called, y'all, I can't talk. When he had called his 12 disciples to them, he gave them power over unclean spirits to cast them out and heal all kinds of sickness and all kinds of disease. And then he went into naming the disciples, which I'm not going to name them because they got a lot of names and I don't have time. Um, <laughs> this is what he said in Matthew 10, 5. These 12 Jesus sent out and commanded them saying, do not go into the do not go into the way of Gentiles and do not enter the city of Samaritans, but go rather to the lost sheep of the house of Israel. I'm going to skim down. And it said... Um, here it is. Matthew 10, 11. Now, whatever city or town you enter, inquire who is in it, who is worthy and stay there until you go out. And then when you go into a household, greet it. If the household is worthy, let your peace come upon it. But if it's not worthy, let your peace return to you. And whoever will not receive nor hear your words, when you depart from the house or city, shake off the dust of your feet. Surely I tell you, it will be more tolerable to the land of Solomon and Gomorrah in the day of judgment than for that city. But really, I want to focus on 1014. Whoever will not receive you nor hear your words when you depart from that house or city, shake off the dust from your feet. And what I realized is that my peace, my peace, my peace. And I think there's some other verses in other books of the gospels that talk about if your peace leaves you, let it return to you. And I realized that in many friendships, I was losing peace and I was losing my ability to understand, like, is this me? Is this them? What is the situation? And it was just hard. And I felt like if I'm not at peace There's no way I can be a good friend in this situation. There's no way that I can provide good presence. There's no way that I can provide good advice. And when the friendship is causing me to not be at peace, what space can I offer myself? What goodness is it for us to continue to be in this tumultuous place? And so um, having to just have space let go and it's it's tough it, it's really 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 tough um and even in family relationships just like how much more do I continue to try and do um 
and not really get back and or feel at peace in dealing with it. So I've become to accept it and give my pain to God and not to get into specifics of different situations. But when your peace is taken from you, you got to be you got to be intentional about making sure you get it back. And so um, that's what I learned. So number three, um, which was really a beautiful one, you can and will accomplish whatever you put your mind to. Um, In year 28, I wrote a journal. I released a podcast. I became a manager at my job. I traveled for for my brand and grew so much in my walk with God. I believe anything I put my mind to, I can and will do. The fact that I wrote a journal, the fact that I released a podcast is 100% a testament to the process that God has allowed me to experience. Um, And so I just truly believe, like, even when I did my webinar a couple weeks ago, like, I didn't really necessarily think of that idea. God gave me the thought about it when I came back from... Um, a conference and even doing that webinar was the whole time I was planning it I was like Lord there's no way I can do this like I can't do this I don't have an email list I don't have people that all sign up like how do I make a graphic for this and just figured it out I just figured it out because I didn't have a choice and not only that but I just was like I can do this like everything is figureoutable everything can be figured out I have the abilities to do a lot of stuff. Like, I have a lot of gifts. I can figure this out. And to know, like, anything you put your mind to, you can do. I still have no recollection and understanding how I wrote a whole journal. Like, my grammar and text messages is bad, let alone writing a journal that's published and people can go buy and people have bought from all over. Like, I sent a journal to Hawaii earlier this year like who do I know in Hawaii says and it's just anything you put your mind to you can do through the power of God and your belief that you can do it and so um yeah you're 28 I got accomplished stuff that was outside of me that I wouldn't have told myself at 22 23 24 girl if I told myself at 23 like I had a published journal I would have been like you are a false prophet you are not real you don't know the father because he does not he ain't told me that and so um I was just like it's just anything you put your mind to anything you put your mind to you can do and so it's just absolutely phenomenal to me that I did that um let's see there's a fourth one. Oh, number four. I realized worthiness. I realized I now have to walk in worthiness. There is such a, a place mentally where you do your best. You do. Oh, this is what I wrote. I'm sorry. My handwriting is horrible. There is such a place mentally where you can beat yourself up. But you have to honor and love yourself. I listened back to the Shame podcast series that I did um, a couple months ago. And I realized how present shame is in so many people's lives. And how much we beat ourselves up. And we're like, I'm not good enough to do this. I'm not good enough to be the best. I'm not good enough to God in his eyes. Like, let me just pause you and close my eyes and say this out loud. And I'm just going to let Holy Spirit speak. You have no idea how, how crazy God is about you. Like, worthiness is believing that you are worth belonging and loved by anyone. And so if we begin to walk in the worthiness of knowing that we are belonged and loved by God, 
how powerful we would be knowing that we're so protected, we're so valued, we're so, we are literally the apple of God's eye. And to know like the creator of the universe the universe sis we don't worship the okay over here on therapies of christian podcast we don't worship the universe i'm just gonna say that we worship the almighty god who is over the universe because the universe is a false representation of god who is also when people say throw it out to the universe like sis that's demonic just to be quite honest with you just saying but going back to my point he's the creator of all he is the one So to have that type of being who literally is the one be inside of you and is before you, you know how powerful that is? That is such a feeling of love. I feel so loved saying that out of my mouth because it is a true testament of how worthy I am to be accepted by God. I'm, I'm, I'm not deserving of his love. Let me just say that I, to think about this is why my life is given to God, because I'm not um, deserving of it. But I love that he has called me and that he has made me worthy in his eyes of love to be received. And so when I accept that and I realize that. When I believe in him, I'm accepting the worthiness that he wants to provide to me. Sis, okay, I understand that I don't have to beat myself up. And that beating myself up does not make me a better person. Or I, I think about people who are like, when you give them a compliment, they're like, oh, no, 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 you don't have to, like... Mm -mm. Thank you, girl. Thank you. That's walking in confidence. And that's worthy of knowing that you can receive something. Doesn't make you proud, prideful. It makes you confident. Like, I know that when Rosalind walks into a room, I am walking on holy ground because the one that I represent, I represent the King of Kings and the Lord of Lords. Like, sis, he is above me. It ain't me that's that's representing anything. I represent the King of Kings and the Lord of Lords. And so I am worthy of him because he is my father. Like I am his daughter and I'm worthy in his eyes. So I am, like it says, like the Bible says, her worth is far above rubies. Okay. My worth in God's eyes is far above rubies. It says that in Proverbs, I think it's 31, a, a verse in Proverbs 31. Okay. Like my worth is above people things that people pay thousands and thousands of dollars for so i'm worthy you're worthy sis you have no reason to beat yourself up and i know that sometimes when we're walking in shame and we're walking in unworthiness where we feel like we don't deserve to be happy so we settle or we don't deserve to do the things that we're called to do because we feel like we don't have the education or we feel like we don't we don't have the resources like do you serve that you serve the god of all gods like you serve the one that's above everything why would you not as his daughter have access to the kingdom's kingdom like we have that access and that's what i mean when i say this is a mindset shift this is a mind worthiness is a mindset shift and so year 28 i realized that i never walked in worthiness and that I'm walking in worthiness, period. I'm still working on it, but I'm coming out of 2019 walking in worthiness, period, because I serve the King of Kings and the Lord of Lords. Why would I not? Why would I not walk in worthiness? He is mine. I am his. He is, he, he is my father. You deserve it. Even if you're depressed right now, this is why I specifically shared the listener shout out I shared. Like, sis said, like, I can help all these people, but God is showing me how much I need to heal. Like, how amazing that you serve a God that would not want you to burn out, 
but he wants you to realize like let me take you to this secret place so that you can heal and walk in who I want you to really be you can do this without me you can do this without being healed you can do this without in your own strength or you're trying to at least but you're going to burn out because I my strength is made perfect in your weakness so when you're weak I am strong how amazing is that we serve a God like that? That's just phenomenal to me, girl. And I'm just getting chill bumps, like, listening to myself talk about it. Like, he's just amazing. So um, I realized worthiness. And I realized that now I have to walk in it because now, because I know I have to do it. So that's number four. Okay. Number five. You know, I don't know if I'm going to say the number. <laughs> this year... We paid off lots of debt, and it's it's over. Um, um, this year, me and my husband paid off. I don't want to say the number. <laughs> I don't know if I want to tell people how much we paid. We paid off. I'll just say okay. We paid off over ten thousand dollars worth of debt, and that is so real to say. It's an accomplishment. This is why I'm saying in my mind, like, I have to get to a point of celebration because that's a celebration that my husband and I paid off over $10,000 of debt. Oh, my God. This is just like real me saying this. It's a testimony. We worked together. We sacrificed a lot of stuff. We gave up a lot of things. Well, people our age, and I don't know everybody's financial situation, but we have regular, degular super decular and my journal doesn't make enough money to pay off nothing like that (laughs) um we paid off debt and to celebrate that as a point to say like it's you can accomplish anything you put your mind to um and I'm celebrating that with him because that is a testament of how much we've worked together in our finances to be on one accord together like that um people may say it's goals I say sis I gave up getting my nails done I say I gave up shopping (laughs) because it was serious and we have to and I think when you live a life that is about thinking about your children's children it would be responsible for me to think about the blessings that God has given me in, in financial and finances is one of them. And to and to not also have to have the financial strain mentally to go to sleep knowing like I have a savings to sleep go going to sleep saying like if we just pay the minimums on stuff this month and we could go on a vacation if we want to, even though we're not doing that. We could put extra money in our savings account. Just not having financial stress is a blessing from God. And so pay off debt if you can. Um, that's a that's something worth celebrating because it's it's a beautiful thing to have had paid off so much stuff this year. And just year 28 from November to almost November. So it's not really a full year. But as of today, we've paid off over over $10,000 worth of debt. Okay, so why this birthday was different? Um, this birthday was so different in the sense that all today I didn't get a lot of gifts. I didn't really get not gifts that were like, oh my god! Like one thing I got from my coworker, she got me this soap set, which is so sweet, like super super sweet. Um, I didn't get a lot of gifts. I got so many verbal. I'm debt free too, and it's amazing. Oh, girl, good. I'm sorry, y'all. I'm recording my podcast while I'm recording live on Instagram. I just read a comment somebody wrote, so I'm not debt free yet, but she is, and congratulations to you, sis. Um, and I got a lot of verbal happy birthday birthdays, a lot of messages, a lot of super, super, super sweet messages about people telling me. Like, how much me being in their life impacts them. And I'm like, what in the world? Like, how? How? But I felt deserving and accepting of all of those genuine, genuine birthday 
happy birthdays. And it's so strange to actually receive it and not be like, oh, thanks, but like receive it and feel like people meant it and people cared enough to say it and they were happy to tell you. And one of the things my coworker, one of my coworkers told me today, he was like, happy birthday. How was your day? And I was like, you know, today was a day I felt love and actually felt the love. And he said, you're getting back what you give to everyone. And I was like, oh, my God, sis. It's just super weird. And it's so great to say that I can feel like I deserved to feel loved because I felt genuinely what I felt was that people sharing happy birthday and I received it was like showering of God, like showering of his love from other people to me. And it was so, so received and so appreciated. I felt appreciated. I felt happy and I felt like worthy of receiving love. And it was so good to receive. Um, it was different. I didn't get a lot of gifts. Not to say that gifts aren't good, but you know what I'm saying. <laughs> but it was like a deserving of like people really care about you and people really love you. And you really do make an impact on people. And they showered me, like just showered. Hugs, love, happy, happiness, smiles, genuine, genuine care. Um, my mama sent me a card and I love cards and she sent me a really nice card. Um, and it's just good. It was really, really good. And so this birthday was different. I, I enjoyed just hearing people say happy birthday. That was like super good to me. And, um, so yeah, that was my reflection. That's all I wanted to share on this podcast episode. Um, You all that listen to me, I want you to know how valuable you are to my life. Even though I don't know you, I may never meet you. But if I do, it would be such a birthday all over again and such a a praise time in God because y'all know y'all are my sisters. And um, I am so excited for year 29. Like, it's so strange to be not strange it's 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 a blessing to be at a point to be like oh my god this is my year before I turn 30 sis what girl soon we're gonna be talking about babies but you know how I am it's not yet don't don't get excited don't don't get excited over there sis don't get excited it's not here yet (laughs) but it'll be it'll be here probably one day um So, yeah, that was all I wanted to share on this podcast episode. Thank you so much for listening. Thank you for always being so supportive and listening and sharing. And I hope this message um, you enjoyed. So that's all for now. I love you a ton and I will talk to you soon. Sick of being upsold at gyms? My guy, you're currently a base member. For $90 more, I can upgrade you to our Shred membership. For $130 more, you'll be a swole member. And for just $300 more, you'll reach Sweat Platinum. At Planet Fitness, you'll get energy without the upsell. Never pushy, always free fitness training and equipment for every workout. It's fitness that fits your budget. Join Planet Fitness for just $1 down and $10 a month. Cancel anytime. Deal ends Friday, May 10th. See Home Club for details.